the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning, everyone. It feels good to be back here Saturday morning, 710 KNUS. I'm Peter Boyles. This is Denver's Talk Station. The weather's a good one, 67 and sunny tomorrow, 72 and back to work Monday, 68 degrees. 303-696-1971. I'd like to spend the first hour in open lines talking about what's taking place around the world, these massive pro-Palestinian rallies one plan for Washington, D.C. today. There's one taking place literally almost everywhere around the world and indeed different college universities. And as a reader, if you read the history of the rise of, uh, of the Nazis, uh, the hotspots, uh, although there were, you know, the old SA and that leads into the SS, but that's prior to all of this. The movement really takes place on many, many German and Austrian college campuses. Perhaps the worst or the one that stands out was Heidelberg. Heidelberg University were having a dueling scar and being autocratic and being, you know, the true, you know, Junker class. And Heidelberg was the place. And I'm watching Cornell although it's only on a list of many, many, many schools and universities where that's taken place. So I want to begin with, I, saw, I wrote some, uh, some questions down, and to have you respond to them. And one of the ones that I thought was really interesting is, um, who, is who is Israel at war with? 303-696-1971. It takes some historical depth. It takes some reading. But who is Israel at war with? And then if you go and you can go on the Internet and seek out how many countries in the world support Palestine, and I think you will be amazed. And looking at these two together, watching Turkey right now was a really interesting part of this as well. And... Who are who? Maybe better asking who are Israel's enemies, and we'll switch into some politics in the next hour. But this is, I think, more important. This whole uh, ugly head of anti-Semitism rises again in this country. Now, in parts of the Middle East, it's one thing. In this country and in Europe, we're watching something altogether different. Uh, we're ready to go. Okay, out of the box. We got Don. Don, you're on a radio show. Good morning. Well, that was quick. Uh, good morning, Uncle Pete. How's it going? Hey, light goes up, you come down. Good morning. I'm good, man. Thanks. Good. I wanted to talk to you about this. Uh, this this thing about these demonstrations going on in these college campuses. I just find this so distressing. Um, I'm just finishing a book on the Nazis. Um, Which I one? Just, Which one? Um, I'm looking it up now. Um, hold on for a minute. Let me. I can get here in a minute. Uh, come on. Come on. Give it to me. 
Yeah, there it is. The Hitler Years, Chapter Five. Oh, um, man. I'm just uh, I'm at night. I'm at 1944. Okay, Th- things are going bad. 1944. Things are going bad. Oh, yeah. Uh, the handwriting handwriting is pretty much on the wall, but everybody yeah. sees it. But it's off. Well, but, uh, he he kind of, he sees it too, but he's afraid to admit it. It's it's yeah, much yeah. it's much like much like something we're watching in in uh, in in America today. They see it, they well, know it, but they can't say it. Oh yeah, I'm at a part now where he's descri- he's describing his um, his physical state. And it's ter- he's in terrible shape. This. Yeah, his his teeth are gone. He's, yeah, no, he's. he's a, I didn't know he had serious gum disease. He had. Parkinson's. He was getting shots. He had a uh, yeah, Morel. Yeah, Dr. Morel. And uh, he was maybe, I mean, he was so out of his mind in those final days in the bunker. And I'm like you, I'm just drawn to reading about it. And there's a new book, I go and get it. But uh, he is yeah, re- right. he's very, very, very ill. Um, he is seeing things. He is yeah. move, he's moving imaginary armies, and his generals will agree with him until the very end, and then they know that he can't. But yeah, yeah, well, they just uh, finished with the, with the bomb plot with Stauffenberg, yeah, yeah. Valkyrie, and and, mm-hmm. and that was that was a poop show. But there was many plots against him. That was only one. Oh, yeah. Oh, there were. Uh, they tried to put a bomb on a plane. Oh, that, yeah. Um, there was a bomb that blew up, and um, yeah, yeah. at a meeting of the, um, they called them the old fighters. Mm-hmm. The bomb, he just mm-hmm. went and made a speech and walked right out, and boom! I think like a half hour later, the bomb goes oh, off. Of course, the table, the table saves him from von Stauffenberg, the yeah. big oak table. Um, yeah, and somebody moved the bomb. Somebody moved the bomb. It got they kicked over. It, it actually got yeah, kicked yeah, over. But, but then, yeah. then Goebbels, his his true butt boy, you know, mind Fuhrer, mind Fuhrer, that he, um, you know, the, the gods have saved you again. And then Roosevelt dies, and you know that they see this is all in the stars, and you know, ah, forget forget about it. Yeah, if you, if you really want a guilty pleasure. Um, I finished another one about last last year called Nazi Wise. Mm, yeah, actually, I do see that one too. I know that one. Yeah, that was wow. <laughs> a lot of a lot of them survived. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, right. Johann Piper, the guy who mm-hmm. implemented the uh, ordered the Marmody ma- mm-hmm. massacre, he he survived. He survived. No, of course. Um, yeah, a bunch of many many of them did the. Uh, um, the, the, you know, the, they they survived and went on to other things. Yeah. Um, no, it's none, none of that should surprise. Actually, some of them ended up in NATO, and uh, you know, it's just we looked the other way because of the really because of the um, the, th- the threat of the so ah, very good the threat of the Soviets. Yeah. yeah. So what was I got jam lines? I love the call, yeah, but I go. Just, I just I just. You, 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 you hear about the pogroms in mm-hmm. Russia, um, the thing that the thing that we were just talking about, and Hamas goes out and kills like fourteen hundred of these people. And is is it ever going to end? No. I mean, there's a guy by the name of James Howard Kunstler who was going on. Yeah, uh, he he had a he had an editorial in Zero Hedge. 
that basically said that, you know, uh, American liberal Jews are going to have to, you know, have a soul searching moment here. Well, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's where it's won. The the answer when when people talk about the so-called two nation solution or two that um, the two state state solution, sometimes it's called. It may be a way, but I I really after this I I don't I, the part of it is how does this end? I wrote this question. Big deal. I wrote this question down. Who is that? Who is Israel at war with? The Islamic world, for yeah. starters. Well, or whom? By by name, by person, by place. Now we're watching this in America. We're watching it in Europe. Um, well, let me ask you a question before I real quick before yeah. I sign off here. Uh, what percentage of the people demonstrating are first and generation, first or second generation Muslim? I, I don't. Understand I, I don't group. know. I, no, I see a lot of Anglo-looking people. Okay. They're very left, radicalized, but they're there. Love the call. Thanks. We go to Tony on line two. There's a line open. Tony, you're on the radio show, man. Thank you, and good morning. How you doing, Peter? You know, I'm really doing well. Thank you. And the weather is beautiful out here in Grand Junction. We're going to be motorcycling today and tomorrow. Okay. We're going to be... Uh, thinking about skiing soon. Well, here. Winter Park opens today. Yes, it does. There's five areas open, but that's not the reason I called. Okay, I want to. I want to see our country heal. Okay, because there's so much division in it between the Republicans and the Democrats and all the uh, stuff that they've been charging Donald Trump with. And what I would like to see is that the since they're getting ready to do the budget, the House of Representatives, that they put an amendment uh, to the uh, budget that pardons Donald Trump from all crimes perceived yeah. or whatever. Take the, the take, January. Take the Nixon. Take the Nixon. Well, just here. No, they, no. Let me finish this. They all take right. in pardoning for all the. January 6th and all the other crimes he supposedly committed while he was president. Right. Okay. They pardon him for that, that part of the budget and to take care of the state charges. Uh, no state will get federal money until all of Donald Trump's. Uh, I, you know, I got a, I, I got a bridge in Brooklyn, but um well, just here, let me finish this because okay. I think it's got a lot of, anyway, uh, so the states don't get any federal funds until all his uh, uh, legal things in the state are resolved. So now you go to uh, the state of Georgia has a Republican governor, and he's going to say, you know, in the best interest of the people of Georgia, I'm going to pardon Donald Trump. For what would be now the crime? What, New- what what would be the crime you would you would what would be Donald Trump's crime in Georgia that you would give him a pass? The one that he uh, tampered with the uh, uh, election results. Do, do you, you personally know? do you personally believe he did that? I think he might have uh, called people, but I don't think he was uh, wanting really? the anyway. Here, here's the thing: it's just muddy in the waters. And if he did it, it's not as bad as what Donald. 
or excuse me, Hillary Clinton. No, and uh, not, Trump is being investigated wait, for. Stop again. Which will, would you make a? Would okay. you would you put a, a corollary on it that if we give you these passes, you can never seek office again? No, no. Letting <laughs> and you're never going to. My friend, listen to me. You're going to get Ugats. If you think that the people who are deeply involved in these investigations and you're going to give him a pass and let him run again, please take the last comment. It isn't well, going to happen. They've given uh, Biden a pass right now. Because oh, no, they, don't, uh, don't play for, he, she. Don't play I don't. That, that's, well, I'm that's, just saying. That's the ridiculous. Saying, that, let me, no, let me finish. finish. Yeah, no, I'm going to finish. Okay. That's the ridiculousness okay. of stupid-ass talk radio. It's always somebody else. I did this, yeah, but she did that is to make it okay that I did this. Listen, Trump's not getting anything but what he's going to get. Now, get, take the last comment. Okay, now, with uh, Kathy Hochul in New York, which is going bankrupt, uh, and all the illegal aliens that they've welcomed in under sanctuary, they'll end up having to... Uh, go, okay, we're going to pardon him, too, for all the state crimes. So what happens is when the when the Republicans in the House pass it, it goes to the Senate. The Senate's going to have to go, okay, we're going to shut down the government if we don't pass this. This is all for, so, Donald, all, all for Donald, Donald Trump's edification. It's basically to take care of all the bullshit and the money that the government is spending on prosecuting him. All right, man. Take care and of yourself. So then, all right. So, so you don't uh, like what I'm like, saying. Like so it's, it's world class beyond comprehension. Donald Trump has got 91 felonies against him. His mouthpiece yesterday, it was announced that John Eastman apparently is about to be um, disbarred, and he's got a criminal beef on him. Look. If none of this stuff matters to you, it doesn't matter to you. But if you think that these people are going to let everybody walk away and then let him run for office again to make, I guess, you or other people happy, with all due respect, it's not going to happen. I appreciate your call. Um, stunned. Dan Kaplis. I actually I talked to Danny the other day. Believed to be the only attorney in Colorado, in Colorado history, to win five straight multi-million dollar jury verdicts in motor vehicle crash cases. Dan and his partners have won the largest truck crash jury verdicts in Colorado history. The firm's history of seven and eight figure settlements and verdicts speak for themselves. A firm where good people from all walks of life, without regard to ability to pay, Receive the level of legal representation the rich and powerful always seem to enjoy. Danny believes that talks cheap, experience counts, results matter. The firm would be happy to share with you its track record of outstanding jury verdicts and out-of-court settlements. Now, Dan's my guy, longtime friend, helped our family. They believe who you hire really speaks volumes about who you are. They suggest you choose a law firm that shares your values. The firm believes its core values have been the foundation to its historic success, faith, integrity, hard work, and dedication to righteous causes. When you need Dan's help, please call him, 303-770-5551, or look at, hit, or look, as they say on the internet, dancaplislaw.com. Danny's last name is C-A-P-L-I-S, but it's 303-770-5551. 
All right, my boy, where are we? What are we going to do here? Want to take one more call? All right. Um, Ralph, you're on a radio show, man. Good morning. Thank you. Hi. Uh, first, a correction. I had said that it was 11 days between the pardon of Nixon. Or yeah, I remember, the I remember your call, and I thought maybe you were wrong. I wasn't sure. I was wrong. Okay. It's 30 days. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess I'm just flabbergasted by the people that talk about our Constitution but never seem to have read it. Uh, the, the concept that, that somehow Congress is going to enact a pardon is absolutely unconstitutional. Well, that, Only the president can pardon. That's right. And as far as the federal government is concerned, under the Constitution, it cannot affect what the states do. That's called federalism. Ergo, only a state governor can issue a pardon on state matters. So this concept that, well, somehow we're going to give Trump a pass, not only does it does it not work. Well, he's not going to get a pass. Of course not. But the thing is, you've got people who are talking about, how shall I say, that which they know nothing about. Well, it's talk radio, let it go. But the point of it is, <laughs> no, I'm not sure. I'm so, Listen, I'm not making that up. It's I know. true. Um, we'll talk about it in the next hour. But John Eastman, my close personal friend, remember, they, they I think I really do think I was set up for the John Eastman go round. But uh, John got John. They're going to pull John's ticket next week. I'm positive they will. He's got a Rico in Georgia. I think conceivably he'll he'll roll. I think he'll flip. Um, the Kraken is such a fool. Uh, Jenna Ellis cried and told me she was a Christian and she apologized. And I said, Jenna, where's my apology? You know, what happened to me on this radio station? What happened to me? Don't I, don't I get an apology from John Eastman? Peter, I was, uh, you know, I mean, but that's not going to happen. I'm not looking for it. I, I, the point of it is she's supposed to write a letter apologizing to the people of Georgia. Where's my, where's, where's my apology? I want one. Okay. Well, but but you're not you're not in the RICO suit. I mean, no. Let me be very blunt. What is happening is the unraveling of the Trump empire. Absolutely. The same way. Absolutely. That the unraveling of the Teflon Don and you name it in the mm-hmm. mafia. No, I agree. It's the RICO Act. Remember and what's happening real now is the soldiers no. are beginning to turn. Well, remember in, in Rico, and I'm kind of a geek about Rico, I met Robert De Blakely, who was the father of Rico at Notre Dame Law School, and uh, mm-hmm. we had a big talk about it. And I've read about it. The the Kraken had the sweetest deal because she rolled first. The other guy, what's his name? Uh, come on, Scott Hall. Yeah, he, he, well, was he a, got he, a criminal. He was a delegate. He was just a, you know, he's, right. a, he's a nobody. And then when she rolled, whoever goes first, that's why Sammy Gravano. I mean, what's the difference between Sammy Gravano and uh, Jen Ellis or any of them? The answer is nothing. They, they, they took a deal. And what was what was Sammy good for, like 19 murders or something? And he mm-hmm. took, he took, they got recoed. He took the deal. They all, I mean, when I listen to people say, well, they did it for themselves. You're damn right they did it for themselves. Well, then let me give you two other things to think about. Number one, the uh, chief of staff 
has not been indicted by the Fed. No, you're talking, about, you're talking about Meadows? Who are you talking about? Yep, Meadows. Oh, yeah, he's got... And I think, yeah. Well, I think the reason is very simple. If you have a witness who says, well, yes, mm-hmm. I pled guilty and I got a deal, you are less believable than if you're a witness who said, I didn't have to take a plea and I'm testifying against Trump. Well, that's... And I think it's this bizarre behavior by the Kraken, but... Somebody's going to get offered the next best deal. My best guess is uh, the second unindicted co-conspirator, John Eastman. Yes, John Eastman. Yes, and I think Absolutely. I think he's swarmy enough that he'll he'll cop a plea. He'll do something. He'll get himself out of the blast. But somebody said, "How does it end?" It's the he becomes the ancient mariner. He he wa- wanders the earth and. And he, and it just is what it is. It, it's King Lear. It happens many, many times, and um, it's just coming. To, it, it, you're beginning. What, what Winston Churchill, at the turn of the Blitz, when he said, "You know, it isn't the end. It isn't this. It isn't that. But is the end." Of, and he said, <laughs> "He said, he said, absolutely. It is the end of the beginning." Yeah, and it's it's when it starts to turn mm-hmm. yeah. in Rico. That was the whole reason that they wrote the statutes. Oh, wait, That's sure. the whole reason sure. the states adopted those statutes Absolutely. to their own ends. Yeah. Is mean, to get rid of organized yeah. crime. And well, or organized. Never mind. Well, but it's 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 remember it's uh, uh, racketeering and corrupt organizations. Nobody has to get murdered. I mean, they this this woman who is doing all of this in Georgia. Remember this. She Ricoed the school district. Because they were fix, yeah. they were fi- listen for real. They were fixing test scores, and they were, and they were because they wanted to look good and they wanted to get bonus money. So they were corrupted. They were together. They were influencing one another. They were RICO. It was a RICO to fix the test scores. They were all principally African American teachers and certainly African American kids, and she RICOed them, and she won. And so it's like what. Well, you know, when I listen to the things I hear on talk radio and they're making fun of these women's names, and I'm thinking to myself, are you that much of a fool? And the answer is, yes, we are. But in the end, and in the end, um, it was going to be what it was going to be. But Nixon Nixon leaves, and this is, you, you brought this up last week, I remember your call. When Nixon leaves the White House and gets on, uh, you know, Air Force One and flies to San Clemente, he doesn't have that pardon in his pocket. No. And and it's no. it's brokered out and it cost Gerald Ford his his political future, but it was the right thing to do. Well, I'm I'm not objecting to that, but there's one thing that I've read about, it's actually on Wikipedia, which is well, mm-hmm. but basically that the reason that it was 30 days is Ford apparently, or someone in the Ford administration, the new administration, wanted Nixon to uh, write and issue a statement of contrition. Yes. And I'm not sure whether that was admitting to doing well, he, the erasing uh, rather than his secretary yeah. or what, but who, Nixon absolutely refused. No, he, and he, and he didn't still do it. And, but he got caught. Remember, who was that, uh, the British, um, in, um, they, what do they call them, presenters in, in Britain, who came uh-huh. and he did those interviews. And he, and he oh, um, God. Say his name. But, I know who you're talking about. But, um, but he, he's the one that Nixon 
inadvertently cops to it. And uh, it's like watching the two Trump kids on the stand. And it's like, oh, yeah. So yeah. but I know the presenter's a short guy. I know that. Yeah, he's I real, he was I real, real. I remember him. Yeah. He was real handsome and he had good looking women. He yeah. always brought them to San Clemente. But um, that was it. But Nixon at least knew the. Well, never mind. No. It's a song. Nixon. Well, no, it, but Nixon was a consummate politician, Ooh. first and foremost. And he knew. I'm also a lawyer, I might add, oh, okay. Okay. Right. in California. But he knew what he was doing and the uh, how far he was skirting the law. If the president does it, then it's not. If the president does it, then it's not illegal. To that's, quote what, Nixon. Well, that's what Nixon thought. Yeah, and that's what he said. And to this and, and to this day, he is known as the unindicted co-conspirator. <laughs> no, he is. He okay. is. He is. Richard Nixon has always been known okay. as the unindicted co-conspirator. Well, John Eastman was the number two, uh, co- or number one or number two unindicted co-conspirator until just recently. And I, I you know, and I, I don't know. I mean, he's still getting getting paid by the Republican Party in Colorado. And I, one of the questions I asked a friend last night is, well, if they yank his ticket, will he still be able to represent the Republican Party in their attempts to keep people out of their primaries, which is his job right now? That's well, amazing. But you have the prop, but, but you have the analogy again to Gotti and the mm-hmm. mafia. But fundamentally, the mob boss had to take care of every soldier that was indicted or else they would flip him in a... New York Minute. It was David Frost. Thank you very much. Ten there listeners. we go. There we go. Thank you. But the the part about when you read, there's the book called Five Families. That's I think is the and when yes. when when the when the when the when Rico begins, it's because they caught them all um, at one meeting and they were doing they were fixing right. they were fixing the uh, the construction cost in New York and Gotti. Is not part of that meeting, but they get Gotti later. But when they got mm-hmm. like Tony Solano, what was it? Tony Tony Solano, the, Tony Solano, uh, you know, Solano. The, yeah, all those guys. And they were, and now that's a, that's racketeering. And so when they knew, and it, I think it's best said by uh, Paul Vario in the backyard in in uh, Goodfellas. He said, uh, you know, he starts, he slaps him in the face and says, "I don't need that," because he knows now they're recoing. Uh, godfathers and their Ricoing street bosses because it, it, it's like a dope thing, you know. Like, I catch you selling dope, I don't want you, I want to know who you get your dope from. I grab him and I say, Okay, and, and it's called major peddlers, is what it's called. And you work your way up to the cartel. What they're going to do, and I don't know what Jenna Ellis said or didn't say, and I don't know the crack, it's so nuts, but. If I'm John Eastman right now with the cracking on the ropes, and I'll give you the last comment, cracking's on the ropes, slide in. Get your deal. Eastman, if nothing else, knows how to deal. So, last comment's Good. yours. It's all yours. My last comment is, in talking about the Third Reich, a book, or it's a three books. It's by Richard J. Evans, mm-hmm. and it's on the Third Reich. If you hadn't read it, that is the, the update of um, uh, oh Lord, what is his name? 
Um, Say it. What did he do? What was his job? Uh, what was his job? Oh, the guy that the guy that wrote the book on on Hitler. Um, Not Spear. No, I'm no, 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 no. It's um, what I'm looking at is Shire. Oh, oh, William Shire. Oh, I met William. Yeah. I, Evan, I met. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I met him. We talked inside wow. inside the Third Reich. We talked. He told me a story real quick that they go to Nuremberg. And there's a reason why the trials are in Nuremberg because the rallies are in Nuremberg. Mm-hmm. And he's a young guy. Remember, it's it's they're Murrow's boys. They all work for Edward R. Murrow. Murrow. Right. So. He said they started Sieg Heilen, and he caught himself doing it. <laughs> he said, you know, when the voice Sieg and all the arms go, and he got caught in the second, and his arms started, and he caught himself being caught up in the uh, the emotional. Remember, he was, he was inside the Third Reich Absolutely. for a number of years. They threw him out. And they, yeah, but, but the thing is, Richard Evans is basically, it's longer, okay. but it also is updated. Okay. But Shire was, and then Shire got in trouble in this country because he wouldn't adhere to, I mean, I'm a big Shire fan. I, he and Murrow and those oh, guys. Oh, I am too. But he I am too. caught himself. I've been to that, it's called Zeppelin Field, and I've been there. And oh, yeah. just been all by myself standing in that field, just stunned by it. Um, that, it, that all happened here. It, now, is, is that where they had the uh, Triumph of the Will film? Yes, yeah, Triumph of the That's right. Okay, that's, Zeppelin Field. Okay. Zeppelin Field. Okay. And actually, Triumph of the Will starts with the airplane. And, uh, right. It's, uh, it's Riefenstahl's film, but she shows you Adolf Hitler as the savior. Gee, where have we seen that before? But remember, he's coming, uh, he's coming and you can see the shadow of the, I think it's a Fulker tri-motor and then you see the crowds and the women, and then mm-hmm. he's you know, and he when they get to Nur- when they get to Nuremberg, and I actually well, I don't want to kill this, but I went into the courthouse where they uh, where they were all tried. It's still there. It's much smaller than I thought, and I sat in a pew, and I can close my eyes and see where Goering sat, and you know, and Speer was there, and you know they're all there. And where the judges yeah. sat, and where the MPs were, but they've changed. The courthouse has been changed, but it's it's there. And um, I'm traveling with a really brilliant young German historian. He said, "I'm going to show you something I don't show people," because I was, you know, up and interested. He pointed to the ceiling in that building, all little swastikas, still there. Really? Oh, for real? I mean, the whole, you know, the 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 roof was still little swastikas. And he said, people don't often see that. I said, I would get, but I I stood in Zeppelin Field and I went in and sat in that, I mean, and it was so emotional. It's it's a very cold place and said, these bastards sat here, 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 and here. And, um, you know, I remember where, where Fat Herman sat and, you know, and I, because I'm a little geek and I'm going, this is it. This was yeah. this was that moment. I gotta go. Love your call. Take care right. of yourself, man. Thanks. All right. Um, one line is open. The temperature is dropping. Snow. Winter Park opens. Snow is in the mountains. That it's barely great start of ski seasons already, and that's why now is the perfect time to take your skis and boards up for a tune-up, or maybe it's final time to get some new gear. That's that's much better. I'm going to try new boots this year. There's a new way. I, I haven't had new boots in eight nine years. Get, and I want to make sure we can put heaters in them because I'm old. 
you go to, get to the mountain ASAP, you owe it to yourself to pay a visit to Larson Ski and Sport south of I-70 on Kipling. So whether you rent equipment or you want to own it, these are my guys. Remember, the little guys, you always get rentals because their feet are going to be too big next year for, I don't care what you're doing, downhillers or boards or whatever you do. So they are totally committed. John Marriott, Paul, and these guys making your ski experience the absolute best. Please, 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 please. Larson's is so convenient. You can stop on the way up the hill, stop on the way home to the big wooden building right next to the Crab Shack. So you're westbound on I-70. You get off on the Kipling ramp, come down the ramp, make a left, go right back under I-70, come out the other side, look to the west, look to your right. See the Crab Shack and then a giant wooden box building seven days a week. They're on the job. I have to get out there. Some, this week, i got a bunch of stuff to do, and that's one of them. Take it from me. John Marriott, Paul, the men and women at Larson's, the absolute experts. They're all skiers and boarders, whatever you would need. I watch them fit boots. <laughs> Stop in today and tell them I sent you. Larson Ski and Sports, south of I-70 on Kipling, 303-423-0654. The best thing to do, start with the web, L-A-R-S-O-N, LarsonSport.com. The best there is. All right, 710 KNUS. Good morning, everybody. It is a Saturday morning, 710 KNUS, November the 4th, but the weather is beautiful. Motorcycle days for a couple. Saturday, 67 to high, 72 Sunday, Monday, 68 degrees. I have come across this remarkable treatment, I guess, I don't know what else to call it, hyperbaric chambers. I have finished my seventh session my daughter and myself, and Dr. Jeff. So I want to bring these folks on. They were on with us last Saturday. First of all, we got the doc with us? Did you? Yep. All right, thank you. Hey, Dr. Jeff, good morning. Thank you, and welcome back to the show. Hey, good morning, Pete. How are you doing? You know what? I'm great. I've been, my daughter will join us here in just a second. I've been singing the um, the praises for the spa and the hyperbaric oxygen therapy. I, I mean, I, I here I'm singing to the choir now, but what a remarkable, do we call it treatment, Doc, or what do we call it? Yeah. Call it a treatment, call it modality, call it, you know, your wellness secret. There's all kinds of things you could call it, but it definitely has a wide array of benefits, as I'm sure you're starting to learn. I've finished my seventh session, and... From pro athletes to, I guess, stay-at-home moms or whomever, hyperbaric oxygen therapy, why and how does it work? Yeah, so, I mean, the simplest way to think about it is us as aerobic organisms that require oxygen. You sit in this very comfortable bed inside of a 32-inch diameter tube that's about 90 inches long, but just about anybody can fit in there comfortably. And you're breathing in and enriched oxygen while simultaneously being under a higher pressurization of oxygen, which uh, results in our our cells becoming 100% saturated with oxygen and equates to better overall function in the body. So, you know, you start noticing things like better energy levels throughout yeah. the day, better better quality sleep, and less inflammation throughout the body as well as an anti-aging benefit to it. It is amazing. My daughter joins us now. Shan, good morning. The doc's here. Thank you. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, when you, Big. yeah, she's 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 your greatest salesman. Tell <laughs> Shanner, um, 
why and how does it work? Well, I want to thank the doctor, and he can speak to how it works better than my laywoman's terms, but I just feel like this has been such a gift, and every time I get into the H-Bot, it's like getting in a time machine for my face, for my skin. Um, Like he said, my energy's up, my inflammation's down. I feel better and better every single time I get out, and I know that the doctor said, give it 20 sessions and see how you do. I think I've done nine and I've already seen a huge difference. Yeah. So I'm excited for the next 11 treatments and then to be able to see how even better I'll look and feel. And I've done seven because I watched my daughter do it twice. And I said, all right, if I'm going to work for this man, I, I better gut up and get in the chamber. And I am <clears throat> terribly claustrophobic. And I got to tell you guys, when you get in it first, but as soon as they... Doctor, as soon as they put the pressure on, the chamber almost doubles doubles in size, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm 6'3", and I can sit up right in there without my head yeah. touching. Yeah. Uh, if that gives you any idea of how large it is. But, you know, there's plenty of room to move around in there. I have kids that do their homework in their hyperbaric <laughs> session after school. I got yeah. CEOs that take phone calls and conference calls for an hour in there. But it's just... <laughs> When you when you want your brain to work, if it's under a hundred percent oxygenation, Boy. it's hard to have a better off. When when we leave the house to come, we we have a standing in the afternoon appointment. Yesterday, I had Shannon wait and say, "I got to go get my book," because <laughs> I'm reading yeah, a book in there. It's so nice that you can have your phone in there, and so when I'm not doing work, I watch Netflix. <laughs> Um, and just text my friends. And then, of course, my dad sends selfies every three minutes. But um, it's really a nice, beautiful spa. And the staff in there, they take great care of you. Um, Haley and um, Landon Landon. and Victoria are like new friends and soon-to-be family members. So I got a bunch of, I got text messaging from the wall. Peter, can you get oversaturated with oxygen in the chamber? That's on the wall in front of me, yes or no, or no? Yeah, you can. I mean, but that's why you want to go to a facility that has well-trained staff. And doing it at the pressurization we offer at the H-Bot Spa um, is very unlikely that that okay. takes place. My my team's trained to look for signs of oxygen toxicity, and at the first sign of that, we address it. It usually resolves rather quickly with uh, just taking a hiatus from treatment. But in the last mm-hmm. nine years, I've had one case in about 15,000 patients that's ever even come close to that. Next so one. That's possible, but it's very unlikely ne- unless you're getting into 2.5. There's a next one. Peter, how fast, if you're claustrophobic, how fast can they get you out? Woo. Oh, that's, uh, that's a good question. It's about 120 seconds, about two minutes to get you out. Yeah, We want to do it at a rate that's comfortable for your ears. But in addition to that, there's a big window above your face. You can see out. You can hear us. We can hear you. And you also have an open line of communication to the staff the entirety of the time that you're in there. Let yeah, me- there's a walkie-talkie inside the chamber. And not only that, but they come check on you every few minutes to make sure you're doing okay. All right, Shannon, give them, give them the Shannon Boyle's offer. <laughs> you will thank yourself if you go and meet the doctor and the staff, spend $100, which these days seems to be what dinner for two costs, get five sessions, 
and you will feel and see a huge difference. This is no. not any sort of snake oil scam. This no. is totally legit. I wouldn't be on my dad's show saying so if it weren't working for me. Tom Brady sleeps in this puppy. They're open in Cherry Creek North, 303-353-9623. Operators, as I say, are standing by. Take the $100 deal for five treatments. Make up your mind when it's over. 100 bucks. That's five hours in the chamber. 303-353-9623. One more time in New York, 303 303- Three five three, nine six two three. There are. It's uh, there's. Uh, is, what's what's the website, Doc, for for folks to look? What? Yeah, go check out our website. You can read a lot more about everything we offer at the H Bot Spa, and you can find us on the web at www.thhbotspa.com. And the location we go to is in Cherry Creek, but yep, you have, you have, seventy five. 75 South Madison, Suite 201, Denver, 80209. And then I do have another location at my main clinic down in Centennial at 7000 South Yosemite. And that office is called McWhorter CNR. And but that you can clear out through. And it's right right actually next door to Choppers. There's, you can see it there. But it's three. Please try, try, try this. You will be amazed. Me, the claustrophobic kid, I can do this. Three zero three three five three. Nine six two three. Call them up. Tell me you want the Shannon Boyles one hundred dollar five sessions. To both of you, I love you. I'll see everybody this afternoon. Hey Doc, thanks, man. You put it over, and he is yep. legit. He's he's fun to talk to, and he knows what he's saying. Hey, thanks for having me again. Thanks, Pete. Shannon. I'll talk to you, honey. Okay, thanks, all. Right. Bye, guys. Okay, again, the number is. Please just try this. It's it's oxygen therapy and. Uh, Tom Brady sleeps in one. A bunch of you know NFL guys sleep in them. Uh, the um, I just read you this. This came in. HBOT is great after surgery. It helps you recover quicker. It, I mean, really, it's what these guys are saying. So it's worth. It's you owe yourself a try. And a hundred bucks for five sessions for five hours, and I can do it. All right. So we going to crack this one, or are we going to go to the calls? What do you want to do? Take a break now. 710 Kane U.S. Denver's Talk Station. All right, everybody. Good morning one more time. It's a Saturday, November the 4th, 2023. Good old 710 Kane U.S. 67, the high. These are all great motorcycle days. 67, 72 Sunday, 68 on Monday. Ski areas are opening. We're in the channel, boys. We're in the crease. We go to Tom. Tom, thanks for waiting, man. You're on the radio show. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I just want to make one comment to our American taxpayers. Who pays for the maintenance on our municipal buildings down in Washington? The White House, cleaning the carpets, washing the windows, the Capitol building, all that we do. You do. Uh, My girlfriend does. My girlfriend's family does. Anybody who pays taxes pays for those maintenance people, Mm -hmm. right? So then we had our ex-president invite say 100,000 people down, got them all riled up, and then sent them to our capital, your capital, their capital, and had them make uh, mincemeat of it. Yes. Pooped in there. Destroyed it. He didn't ask me. He didn't ask you. He didn't ask my girlfriend. 
So we ended up paying for the repairs. I tell the American taxpayer, next time you have a barbecue and you don't invite some of your neighbors and they get a bunch of them here, their friends together and raid your house and destroy your barbecue, how would you feel? Well, what's happening right now, and your point is well taken, it's a great allegory, um, but the number two man in charge of all of that was my close personal friend, Professor John Eastman. And you may or may not know this, but uh, it's not been a great couple of weeks for John. And no. it comes down. Now, John John was the the honcho, if you would. He was the ramrod. He was the uh, right. he, he was the un, he was the co-conspirator. And Correct. in California, they have found my close friend. Uh, now, this ethics breaches in his bid to keep Trump in power. And they're calling it the preliminary finding. Most of the wags that I read say first part of next week, perhaps um, Uncle John loses his ticket. He's also been indicted in the Rico in Georgia. Now, this was this was. And by the way, I, he's, I I'm going to talk with Dick here in a little bit. I think he's still on the payroll for the Republican Party here in Colorado to help them block. Uh, anybody from getting involved in their primary except them, and then they can give you such sterling candidates as Tina Peters. So I'm I'm not making that up. Come on. Oh, I know. So my question is, if John Boy lost his ticket, can he still be your lawyer in, in, in Colorado? Good question. I don't know, but you're absolutely right. I mean, without a doubt, you know, Trump urged it on and but the 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 um, the manifesto itself, which was really cheap history, was was John Boy. He wrote that. The other one, the other point I want to make to all parents in the world who have a child who constantly asks them to do something, which has been denied, and comes back about twelve more times when the parents finally turn and say, "Go to your room. I don't want to hear from you anymore." When are we going to give it up for this? person who keeps saying in a very sad way that he won the election. We're Americans. But we give up on that. You gotta have, we move on. No, no, no. You would think that, but it's not yeah, true. But come on, America. If move you, on. You, it's not going to help you to sit and, back in your history. But this is what's going to happen in this new, well, now that Buck bails out. Anybody, the litmus test will be, do you think Donald Trump won? If you go up there and try and take that seat from Buck and you can't say those magic words, you're going to get stabbed in the back by all of these people that you and I know who they are. They're going to get, I know. They're going to get their shanks out and they're like it's going to be uh, et tu, Brute. You know, they're going to be standing on the Senate steps and they'll be getting, yeah, but, uh, they'll be getting you know, shanked. Yeah. You look at our past history with the Native Americans. What if they were to rise up and say, hey, wait a minute, with Sandy Hook. Or Sandy, I'm sorry, Sandy Creek. Yes. You owe us money, America. Well, you owe us money. Reparations. Well, if there ever was. <laughs> How about the black people in Tulsa? Listen, who got, if there ever Tulsa, was. Tom, Wall Street. Yeah, no, if there ever was a group of people that said, you owe me, it's got to be them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now, listen. And we don't want to hear it, but yet we have some crybaby president don't worry who about keeps it. bringing up and we all jump you know i'm from new jersey 
We didn't like him in New York. We didn't like him in New Jersey. And now I'm in Colorado. And but, I, give know, me a break. I, I know, it's like but, a guy who complains about a pitch that was called a strike and it was a ball. <laughs> Get out of here. All right. Good call. Way to end the hour. Here's what we're going to do. Dick Wadham's on the other side to wrap all of this up. And we'll go back in. I wanted that uh, first uh, first hour to open on um, uh, who is Israel at war with, and then watching all of these demonstrations around the country, and um, looking at this, and it is just this giant problem, the international, and it's it's international at this point, and why? And then of course, anti-Semitism raises its ugly head in this country as well as in Europe. So. I want to pull together the week, uh, my close personal friend, Uncle Uncle John Eastman. Uh, they're going to yank his ticket. I wonder what that means. And he's also been, been indicted in Georgia. I think he flips. I think he's that swarmy that when push comes to shove, he got his, he's, he's, he's going to be Sammy, DeVol, Sammy the Bull Gravano. All right, Louie, get us out of here. Turn around, come right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.